Hi, welcome back to Out of Office. This is the podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it. Here we go again. I really wanted to tackle this topic. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, I did a bit of a mental health check-in and it just reminded me that I really wanted to tackle some more mental health topics on the podcast. So I thought today that I could talk about something that freelancers have always had to deal with but now it feels like something that everyone has had to deal with and that is the loneliness and the isolation when you work from home and if you have read out of office then you'll know that I dedicate um, a chapter in the book to this it's called finding your people Uh, and I write a lot about how working from home can be lonely um, and that like you know (laughs) it is why a lot of us get into freelancing because we actually liked the idea of working from home alone but the reality is that when you are alone it's not necessarily that good for your health you know research shows that when you work from home you actually get more done but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are happier in the long run Research shows that social relationships affect mental health, health behaviour, physical health and mortality risk. In fact, Business Insider reported that regardless of your heart health, social isolation can increase the risk of death anywhere between 50 to 90%, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> can actually... Um, hold on, I'm just checking my notes. I've got this. Um, I'm actually reading a section from my book. Um, being socially disconnected can also up your risk of developing high blood pressure or inflammation and make people more aggressive which actually speaks to me quite a lot I think like I definitely have some repressed anger (laughs) that comes from working alone because you don't have um that colleague you know when you and maybe like maybe some of you guys do have this right now if you're working in a regular job and you're back in the office or, or for whatever reason you still are able to go to work Having those little water cooler moments or those little like, you know, when you're both having a bad day and you just nudge your friends and you're like, I roll, like <laughs> those little moments of shared kind of dissatisfaction with work is such a good emotional release. And when you work from home alone without a boss, without any colleagues, then I think you really miss out on that. Um, connecting with other humans is you know, I've not made that up, it it actually offers you a form of social support uh, and that can reduce the impact of stress and give you, actually give you a sense of meaning as well as the feeling of being loved and being cared for and being listened to, which is so important, isn't it? It can also enhance your sense of personal control and give you the belief that you can take actions that lead to positive outcomes. I don't know about you, but that sounds bloody brilliant to me. And as an introvert, like, I feel like I start so many sentences with as an introvert, <laughs> but it's true, I am an introvert and that's how I see the world. But as an introvert, um, socialising is something that I really have to force myself to do. It doesn't come naturally to me. I don't crave seeing people. I don't crave having a Zoom call with somebody. I don't crave a phone call. But I know that if I force myself to do it now and again, like in moderation, it does really boost my mental health. And when we look at that in the context of being freelance, the important part of socialising for me is actually just the ability to bounce ideas off other people. So, thing for me, like creating a new course or 
um, writing a new ebook or creating a free PDF or what event, you know, what virtual event should I host next? Like I've got so many ideas rolling around my head, you know, normally at the most inopportune moments, like when I'm in the shower or when I'm trying to sleep at night. I have so many ideas and a lot of the time I don't get the chance to say them out loud. Like my husband doesn't work in the same industry as me, so he doesn't really have an opinion on stuff like this. He'll try his best, but it's just, it's much more effective if I talk to somebody else who's freelance. So to me, having a community of like a few select freelance people that I know I can bounce ideas off is really, really helpful. And in an article published on the Fast Company website, <clears throat> author Jeff Goins uh, writes about this and the importance of community for creative people. He says, without a community, our best work will stay stuck inside us. We need peer groups and circles of influence to make our work better. This is true in art, but it's also true in business. Any work that requires you to make something the world hasn't seen before is work that often has to be done collaboratively. So I thought that I could give you some tips on how to deal with loneliness as a freelancer by basically socialising with other people. (laughs) Now, stick with me. I know that social rules, um, I'm recording this ahead of time so I don't know what the social rules will be by the time this podcast goes live. Uh, For anyone listening in the future, this is March 2021 living in a pandemic so we don't know when we're allowed to socialize with people but um all of the tips i'm going to give you you can use even when we have to socially distance so my first tip would be to join a membership and this is something that if you are new to freelancing or new to running like an online business you might be like what's a membership site like it's not um it's not a members only club it's not like a pub (laughs) or like a a fancy um, old stately home where you have to like flash a gold card to get in. Membership sites are virtual, they're online and a lot of the time they you will pay a monthly subscription fee. Sometimes it could be as little as like five or ten pounds, sometimes it could go up to hundreds of pounds. I personally don't pay that much. Um, but when you are part of a membership site they will, somebody owns it and they will normally drip feed uh, helpful content or ongoing support for you Um, and there's a lot of freelance ones out there so for example I am a member of the Independent Girls Collective that's run by Julia Day Um, so we have a private Facebook group where all the paid members are so you can go in there you can ask for tips you can ask to do a co-working session with someone you could ask for feedback on something you can um, just say to people do you want to have a little virtual zoom call and just catch up Um, and Julia also creates a new course every month so she does courses on like money mindset or setting up your contracts or setting your financial goals all that kind of thing Um, and yeah I find that really really helpful just to know that I've got a little group of like-minded people and I actually interviewed Julia um, for the book and I'll just read you a couple of the nice things that she said Um, 
She, um, so I've written, as well as using it as a space to socialise, members have essentially co-opted the platform as a sort of peer-to-peer learning service. Julia says it's a place to ask questions that they can't ask elsewhere. There's normally someone in the group who can give advice or context on things like how much to charge or get education on things they don't know about. Sharing experiences is a huge thing and I definitely agree with that. Like It's really, really good to go into a space where you know people understand like if I was to say to my mum like oh like somebody copied my Instagram post and didn't credit me <laughs> she'd be like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> whereas if I go into somewhere like the Independent Girls Collective people are like oh okay like sorry that happened to you like here's what you can do and a bit of moral support and a bit of advice from someone who's probably been in the same situation so joining a membership site like that I think is really good for finding the right people to talk to Um, I also recommend the co-working club which is run by Jess and also grow and glow which is run by Vix so that's that's three ones that I would definitely uh, really recommend that you keep your eye out for if you just google um freelance membership sites you'll find that there are quite a few um lots targeted at different businesses as well so depending on what your industry is you might find one that is is targeted to your industry and you'll find it's it's niched down even more and you'll get so much value out of it Another thing that you can do is um, just to set goals with a friend I find that is really helpful for the loneliness so if you know that when you're feeling lonely that a bit of fresh air actually makes you feel good then you could set a goal with your friend and this doesn't need to be a freelance friend this could be like could even be like a family member or a friend that you just know outside of work or a friend from school one of your best friends and just say look I'm gonna my goal this week is I'm gonna get outside every day this week um, and setting goals with a friend just gives you that little extra bit of count- accountability um, I know from speaking to my freelance friends like Joe from Mad and Sad Club or from um, um, Michelle from Unfinished Bookshelf like I find it really helpful to talk to them about what my goals are and we kind of hold each other accountable I find that's really gives me a little boost and makes me feel less lone a less alone in my struggle to kind of meet my goals and it's normally just like personal goals Um, when I was launching uh, Find Your Voice which is my most recent course which is um, just about to finish I accidentally launched that at the exact same time that Joe, my friend Joe, launched her Boundaries School (laughs) Uh, but actually worked out really well so we both had moral support for the full week of launch which if you've ever launched a a new offering or a product you will know that launch period is really really exhausting Um, it takes a lot of energy takes a lot of logistical planning um, and you're worried the whole time like oh who's going to sign up am I going to meet my targets so having the accountability of a friend for that we both found was really helpful we were like we should do this all the time it's actually really really helpful to keep each other morale up so setting goals with a friend I think is a really really good a good um good thing to try Another thing that I like to do is uh, do that with, this with Michelle, Michelle Gately from Unfinished Bookshelf. We do something called a walk and talk, which is we say to each other, right, I'm having a bad day, I really need some fresh air, I need to have a bit of a vent, 
do you want to do a walk and talk? Now, she lives in Chesterfield and I live in Birmingham and we can't get together to actually walk. So what we do is we agree on a time, it's normally in the afternoon and we get our phones and we just have a chat and we walk around our local area. Normally I'm walking up to the duck pond, normally Michelle is walking into town to get her shop, um, get her food shop or to get a coffee and I find that really really helpful with when I'm feeling a bit down in the dumps or when I've got like a problem that I just need to talk through with somebody or even if I'm just not feeling that great I just find I don't even need to talk about not feeling great just talking to someone actually really helps so much um and it's just like you know half an hour 45 minutes maybe like once a week and it's so helpful it's good as well um, to have somebody just to, to celebrate the things that you have done so you can say what you've been up to today and then like I've done it before where Michelle will say what have you been up to and I'll be like oh well I got up and did a workout like put a wash on like wrote a newsletter recorded a podcast and then I'm like oh god I actually did get a lot done uh, whereas you quite often just muddle through your day and don't really congratulate yourself on the stuff that you've done so I find the the walk and talks are really good for that, and I, I just love, I just love yeah being on the phone to somebody and walking. Up. It makes the walking feel like less of a not that's a hassle, but like you, can't, you do kind of have to psych yourself up to go a walk, especially now when it's like it's the only thing that you can do to pass the time. Um, it just makes it a bit more interesting and keeps you kind of distracted while you're walking along. I always find I walk longer when I've got somebody on the phone. So that's a good one. Another one that um, might work for you as well is if you, especially if you struggle to exercise and find the motivation to exercise, is to exercise with a friend. Um, and you can actually do that online. You know, just get your pals together on Zoom and decide on, you know, a YouTube workout and just do it all together. Or go on Pinterest and find like a bodyweight workout that's, you know, just like squats, burpees, squat jumps, press ups, and you can put your tunes on and just kind of work out a little circuit for yourself and do that together. I personally do Zoom workouts with um, a fitness instructor that I know from Scotland and she does that privately. So I pay like £25 a month and every morning um, she hosts, well actually throughout the day, she hosts lots of different virtual workout classes and I find that really helps with loneliness just because I see other people on the screen, <laughs> even though they're not in real life. I can't wait to go back to real fitness classes. Um, but having other people on the screen and just saying like, hi, how are you doing? And you're doing really well, that's good, you've showed up. I find that's really good. So working out gives you a mood boost anyway but if you can find a way to virtually do it with a friend then I think that is another just little a little life hack for you and the final point I wanted to say was um to try some co-working so I know I mentioned the co-working club so you can pay to join Jess's membership and they do a lot of co-working um, virtual events together and I believe they will go back to doing real life co-working in the future which sounds amazing like I'd love to do it <laughs> sounds like such a good idea right now um but god knows when we'll get back to that but you can you can just host your own co-working session so find another freelancer who you're friendly with and just say hey would you like to do a little bit of co-working together maybe once a week or once a fortnight where you just get on a, a virtual call together you could use skype because you use zoom 
whatever microsoft teams whatever works for you and just get together and do some work so you don't even need to talk you can just chat for the first 10-15 minutes say what you're up to tell me what you're working on and then just put yourself on mute and just stay together for an hour and it just gives you that again that accountability um but you're doing it with somebody else which is just I find much more motivating and um, stops me from getting up uh, and making a coffee like every two minutes and getting distracted um, and doing all these other things that I, I know I shouldn't be doing, I know I should be getting focused, it's just that kind of thing of like, oh somebody's watching so I better look busy. <laughs> so yeah, that is my tips for dealing with the loneliness that comes from working from home. Like I say, hopefully we are, by the end of this year, going to be like feeling way better and be able to go out and work in coffee shops again and meet people it'll be brilliant but for now like first of all don't feel like you're a loser because you feel lonely because everybody feels lonely you could be surrounded by people and still feel lonely I totally get it um but just remember there are things that you can do um to virtually get that kind of human connection with people and if like me you're an introvert and you think you don't need it I'm telling you that you do you do need that little bit of social time um, and if you could just pepper it throughout your week throughout your month I promise you that you will see the benefit of it and you will ultimately become a better freelancer as a result so that's everything for this week I hope that you find those tips helpful come and find me on Instagram pop me a DM share the episode with all your friends if you found it helpful if you decide to action any of the tips be sure to let me know and remember you can get my book out of office on Amazon, on Bookshop, all the good places. It's now available in America. You can get it on Kindle, you can get it on um, Audiobook. It's available on Audible as well. So you could use one of your credits to get it if you fancy listening to, not me, but another lovely Scottish woman reading my book. It's there for you if you want it. Um, and yeah, remember to rate and subscribe to the podcast and I will see you next week. Bye.